0: Hey guys, welcome I'm back to the Switch Podcast, I'm Jake.
1: And I'm also Jake. Jake, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode.
0: Welcome back. How are you?
1: I'm doing great today, and today we have a very special episode. Today we are welcoming in former NFL offensive lineman and three-time Super Bowl champ, Randall Cross. Thank you so much, Randall, for joining us. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. You you can call me Randy. That's okay. Okay. Only the the government calls me Randall.
0: (laughs) Great. So, Randy, what got you into football, and what made you decide to become an offensive lineman?
2: Um, well, I got into football basically, uh, I went from public school to a Catholic all-boys high school, uh, going into the ninth grade. And uh, I knew nobody in the school, so my dad suggested I go out for football. And that at least if I went out for football, I'd get to know you know, 80, 90 guys in the school. Um, which actually, looking back on it, was more like 50 guys in the school because our school wasn't very big. But I went out for football and did that and kind of just kept playing. Um, Had no real plans, you know, to go to college. And as far as, you know, on a football scholarship or anything like that, I kind of happened into football. I was a a baseball fan and a baseball guy for my whole life.
1: You kind of mentioned you were a baseball guy, but, like, You know, with you getting into football, were there any NFL teams or NFL players you liked?
2: Uh, Well, back in the day, I liked the Rams. I grew up in Los Angeles. Uh, The only problem with the Rams is kind of similar to what they're stuck in now. They they got beat in the playoffs early or got beat in the playoffs late, but they usually got beat in the playoffs, um, which got to be kind of a drag. Um, I was also raised, you know, a big UCLA fan because my dad loved – UCLA and John Wooden and all that. And uh, also my dad was a big San Francisco 49er fan. Cause he was, uh, when he got let out of the Marines after World War II, um, it was in San Francisco. So he got, got to see the old Niner teams back then when they were playing in the old All-American Conference.
0: So speaking of UCLA, what made you commit there for college?
2: Um, you know, a lot of people thought I was crazy. Um, the main schools I was recruited by, see, I was doing football and track. I won the state and the shot put in California and I was the number two, three guy in the country, my senior year in high school. Um, so I was, I was looking at UCLA and Texas for track and football. And then just for football, it was Alabama, Nebraska, and Notre Dame. Um, I had an offer from USC, but I'd been raised that that was kind of a dirty term in my house, so I didn't even consider it. Um, and UCLA wasn't very good. Pepper Rogers had just taken over; they were, I think, three and eight the year before I got there. Um, but it was it was uh, the best decision I ever made. I I got a chance to play for a guy that really helped form a lot of the things work-wise that I have in my life and Terry Donahue and Dick Vermeel, who was my head coach my last two years in college and um, set up an association with a line coach named Bob McKittrick who taught me the rest of what I got to know as an offensive lineman. He was another UCLA coach that had been at UCLA in the 60s with Tommy Prothro. So I had a lot, of, a lot of UCLA sprinkled into my life a, at times.
1: Yes. Yeah, so speaking of after UCLA, you went to the NFL, obviously, and you were drafted by the 49ers in the second round. So what was that moment like for you, you know, getting your name called to go into the NFL?
2: I was much more low-key than it is now. Uh, much, much, much more low-key. Um, I got called, oh, I guess I think Cleveland had, like, the 24th pick in the first round. And, you know, seeing as I think there were – there was an expansion, so I think there were 2018 <laughs> back then. Um, yeah, Cleveland had the the, the, like the 24th pick, and they wanted to pick me. And, um, I, I, I asked a very stupid question. Uh, the coach said, you know, Cleveland Browns, we'd like to know what you think of getting picked in the first round by the Cleveland Browns. I was like, Cleveland like an Ohio? <laughs> they didn't think that was uh, – A positive enough response, I guess. So they ended up drafting a great fullback out of uh, Purdue named Mike Pruitt, who was a really, really, really good player. So that worked out great for them, and it worked out really good for me. Because San Francisco didn't have a uh, first-round pick that year um, because they had traded for Jim Plunkett. So they got me with their first pick in the second round.
0: So oh, our next question is: You were a big part of the San Francisco 49ers dynasty. So what's the like winning three Super Bowls, protecting one, the Grace in Joe Montana, and playing with greats it's like Jerry Rice and Ronnie Lott.
2: Yeah, it's a an honor and a privilege um, to play with guys like that. They're uh, they're amazing. Obviously, they're Hall of Fame type players. All the guys you mentioned, you know, including Steve Young and the rest of them, Fred Dean. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it just sort of the way it was. I mean, Bill Walsh drafted and traded for uh, a really, really good team by the time 81 on came around. But my first five years, you know, 76, we were eight and six because uh, there were only 14 games back then. Uh, then we were five and nine. Then they went to the 16 game schedule. We were promptly. Two and 14, two and 14, then six and 10. Uh, So my sixth year, we won the Super Bowl. So, you know, I had eight years or so of winning and the rest of really being able to have a good point of reference is how much you appreciate uh, winning because when you lose that much, you don't ever want to go back to being that bad. Okay, so kind of
1: sticking on that time with you in the NFL you went to the Pro Bowl 3 times so what was it like playing in those games and what was that honor like for you
2: uh, it was fun it's in Pro Bowl's always been kind of a popularity contest Yeah um you know honestly so it's it's you you're playing with your peers you're you're chosen by your peers at least it was back then um it was it was fun i mean heck what's the bad side of going to Hawaii a week it was uh, it was a lot of fun and the wives loved it and the kids loved it and it was uh it was a fantastic experience um don't my only regret is I only got to go uh three times I was like the alternate or the first or the second alternate a lot of times but games like that guys don't drop out of unless something really bad happens.
0: Oh, our next question is you were introduced into the college football hall of fame in 2010. So that must have been an amazing honor. So what did it feel like getting introduced to being that college football hall of fame? Um,
2: it was, it was, a, it was an amazing experience. Um, I, it's, it's, it's a great honor. I, I had some fantastic coaches and I think when you play, you know, any length of time, you have to go back to who are the people that taught you and Terry Donahue Um, did an unbelievable amount from a work ethic standpoint, from a technique standpoint um, in my career Um, and I was it was fun to see it happen because you know I played two positions in college and played two positions in the pros because my freshman year I played center my sophomore year I played guard my junior year I mean my sophomore year I played center my junior year I played guard in my senior year, I played guard and center because we had two offensive lines. We'd run one offensive line on the field for a couple of series. Then we trade out and the second line would go in. And on the first line, I was the guard. On the second line, I was the center. Um, so versatility was something I learned from Coach Donahue and, and from Bob McKittrick and that served me well because I went back and forth my college career and then, in the pros, I had about three and a half years of uh, center and about ten and a half year or tw- uh, nine and a half years at guard.
1: Did you have a preference on which supplier you went with it?
2: Um, well, my my preference was guard, because very simply, because you know people that were either at the game or watching on TV, um, we pulled a lot. So we were running out there, and we were running screens, and we were running sweeps, and you're out there in front of the running back. People can see you. They know you're in the game. Yeah. If you're a center, the only time they see you is at the very beginning when you're holding the ball. After that, you're just in a big old jumble of meat.
1: Okay, so after you retired from the NFL, you got into, you know, the broadcasting side. So what has that been like, that whole journey, like, to get, you know, that broadcasting career, like,
2: Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I've been in there since, uh, excuse me, since about April, March, April of uh, 89. So it's moving on about 33 years of doing it. I did uh, NFL for 20 years. And now I've done uh, this, I've done it for 12 years on the college side, doing games. And I do all the Navy home games and uh, American uh, Conference and Mountain West Conference, and MAC, and it's, uh, it's a world of fun. Tuesday nights I do Inside College Football and uh, CBS Sports Network, so that's a fantastic uh, preview and review show that we do for two hours. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's been great. I, I, I left college after, my, after that Rosemold, my senior year, in January of 76, and since then I've had two jobs. I've been a professional football player, and I've been a broadcaster, so I, I know I, I, I've been pretty lucky. So
0: what are your favorite events to broadcast? I'm sorry? What are your favorite events to broadcast?
2: Um, well, I'm not going to lie. I mean, big bowl games in college, uh, playoff games in the NFL, to be part of a Super Bowl broadcast in the NFL is uh, a lot of fun. It really is. Um, that's why you do it. I mean it's like playing. It's you don't you don't play in the NFL to play regular season games only. You play in the NFL, you get a chance to go to the playoffs and get a chance to uh, go to a Super Bowl.
1: So with like you as a broadcaster, you know, we're aspiring broadcasters, so what kind of advice would you give us to, you know, kinda get where you are now in the world of broadcasting?
2: Do what you're doing now. You guys are getting a great start. You know, twelve years old and you're doing a podcast. Um you know, there's, they, they're called interns, which is TV and radio uh, vernacular for free help. But, you know, that's kind of what you got to do. You got to go out of your way to, to go to the radio, the local sports radio stations and see what you can do for them and to go to, uh, you know, TV stations and try to volunteer and help them out, go to the pro teams and college teams in your area and, You know, tell them what you want to do and ask them if you get involved in any way. Um, You know, initially, you're not going to get paid for it, but there's no replacing that experience you get along the way.
1: Okay, so now we're going to get into more rapid-fire questions, like a little more non-football, so
0: Jake is going to ask you the first one.
1: What's
0: your favorite stadium you've ever played in? I'm sorry? What's your favorite stadium you've ever played in?
2: Favorite stadium? I'm gonna say Candlestick Park. I uh, I love playing uh, home games in Candlestick. But the old days of the NFC East when it was RFK and Giant Stadium and the Vet for Philly. And those were that was hard to beat. Those places.
1: So this is probably gonna be a tough question for you, but you know throughout your whole career, what who is like your favorite coach to play under?
2: Um. Well, head coach. As much as I love playing for Dick Vermeil in college, we won a Rose Bowl. I mean, I won three Super Bowls with Bill Walsh, so I would say my favorite... Winning is my favorite thing. So we won a lot with Bill over his 10 years. So
0: do you have a favorite favorite sports movie to watch?
2: Favorite sports movie? Um, well, yeah, you know, I, I, I've got a little bit of a different... I, I, I love the golf movies um i love the i love the the baseball movies you know lou gehrig's the lou gehrig story and yeah I was, when i was a kid i read nothing but sports books and that's usually biographies and these are old baseball guys that you guys might not know much about like ruth and gehrig and hank and go down the list and there used to be books in the library where that's all that was in there were sort of sections where it was sports books so you know, I, I'd always I'd always read all those. And really, really enjoyed those, and I, I've got a little bit of a different taste. So I've always considered Die Hard a Christmas movie. Huh. So it's kind of uh, my my sports movie taste runs just as sort of eclectic.
1: So what what would you say is your favorite food?
2: My favorite food? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Let's see. Can you see what's going on in the background here? See that big red thing there?
1: Yeah, you got the you got the barbecue going.
2: Yeah, that's called a Kamado Joe. It's a barbecue slash smoker. And my favorite food is uh, something smoked or barbecue. <laughs>
0: um. Our next question is: What's your favorite moment in your career? You said you've won Super Bowl. You won a Rose Bowl. What's your favorite moment?
2: Um. You know, it might have been as bad as we were for as long as we were. The end of my uh, sixth year, which was 1981, um, we beat the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game in a in a game that's remembered for a play called The Catch by Dwight Clark. Uh, in the end zone, Everson Walls didn't get up high enough. Dwight did. Um, that was probably the highest high. So we won Super Bowls, but that was for a team and a player that hadn't done much winning you know two weeks later we'd win a Super Bowl but at that point I didn't think it was possible to get any better than that
1: what is your favorite sport besides football
2: golf I love playing it I love watching it especially the Masters I could watch the Masters every weekend every year I mean every every weekend uh, all year long I just I love that place, and just golf in general. I enjoy watching it on, watching it on TV, and I've always been a, a big baseball fan too.
0: What are your favorite pro teams to watch?
2: Uh, my favorite pro teams, well, obviously my Niners.
0: Yeah.
2: It's a great thing about not doing NFL anymore. Uh, w- when you're broadcasting NFL, you can't really have a favorite pro team, uh, especially football. But my favorite pro football team are the Niners, um, and baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers and basketball, the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, and LA, the, uh, Los Angeles Kings. So I obviously grew up in LA.
1: So our last question for you, Randy of this great interview is what are you looking forward to do? You know, when everything is back to normal,
2: um, well, I live in Georgia, so things have been kind of normal for a while. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think that just travel and move around and not be around people that when you walk down the street or you walk down the aisle of a grocery store, they're not trying to get as far away from you as possible. Um, you know, the kind of every every person you see is a potential leper um, kind of attitude. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> when this whole thing's behind us.
0: So thank you so much, Randy, for helping our podcast. It means so much. And we hope the listeners enjoy it too. Thank you so much. Peace.
2: No problem, guys. Best of luck to you. Keep it up.
1: Thank you.